This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Station. I know our team's anxious to compete. The Holiday Bowl has been absolutely fabulous. This uh, opportunity for our players to get to play one more game uh, in an awesome venue, uh, in, a, in a fabulous city. Uh, that means a lot to us. This is Durden Sprague. They blitz. Rangel lets it fly down the near sideline. The pass is intercepted. Taken away by Wisconsin. Cedric Dort with the interception. Going the other way, right to left. Rushing up the field. And Wisconsin feeling good. There's a flag late on the play. Two flags down, as a matter of fact. But Dort reaching over his shoulder like he was the intended receiver with the pick with 2.51 to play in the fourth quarter. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. And that drew rim. It's still loose. Look, I got it back. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Welcome in to the Hot Corner edition of Dirt and Sprague for It's a Wednesday, but it must always be a Wednesday. You see how I snuck that in? Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher next to me, Jason Swigard behind the glass morning gentlemen morning it is uh, it is a hump day dude and it's hot it is a hot corner wednesday i felt like this was a perfect day to come in and save you from the solo show i know swag's here with you but i I figured the 6 a.m solo shows for four days in a row oh swag did the heavy lifting yesterday (laughs) well he's used to it he's used to it yeah with these idiots that do this show every every day Especially after the holiday weekend. I mean, Swag is the consummate professional. <laughs> after Christmas holiday weekend, he's going to come in Tuesday, even after the extra observation day. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go on a Tuesday. And oh, no, but I worked on the extra day. We had uh, we had Les Schwab games Monday See, night. Of, cor- <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh. Like I said, consummate professional. Yeah, so we're here. We're alive. We've made it. Yeah, and right now I'm, uh, you know, we're going to get to it later, but right now I'm <laughs> trying to find out how much it costs to get Latvian beer shipped to the, or not Latvian, what was it, a Slovenian, Slovenian beer, because Slovenian beer, that's where Luca is from. I'm trying to find out how much, uh, 90 bucks for a 24-pack of some black IPA, not bad. We found, uh, in, we found the number one brewery in Slovenia is called Reservoir Dogs, and uh, right. on rate, ratebeer.com, they have, like, 18 of the top 50 beers. Huh. Including like one. In Slovenia? In Slovenia. Of of the great beers in Slovenia. Okay. They have like beer number one, three, four, six, seven, nine, eleven. Continue down the path. And what prompted this is after Luca's epic night is he said, uh, I'm tired as hell. I need a recovery beer. So we were like, what is what is the beer of choice? 
for Luca after dropping a 60-point triple-double, do you go from uh, something lighter, I would assume? But I bet you he goes. Not, 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 not so much looking at Luca's body. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, like in Slovenia, who knows? Maybe they yeah. like their porters. Like maybe the dark beers are a thing. The number one beer in Slovenia by Reservoir Dogs is a black IPA. Oh. The Reservoir Dogs Starvation. Black IPA. <laughs> number yeah. one. I'll bet you he likes the French variety, Bud Light. <laughs> I bet you he drinks a lot of Bud Light. Yes, it comes in from the southern coast of uh, <laughs> France there. Fresh with mountain water. Yeah, um, beer doesn't sound uh, great right now at 6 a.m. No, no, surprisingly, Joe, I have have we done a show together without a beer? No, and I, I, I got to say this might be the earliest we have done a show together as well. Yeah, yeah. In any capacity. No. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to uh, fill in. I don't even know if uh, Dirt and Sprague know I'm here. <laughs> I don't even know if they it, know I'm here. I think the boss will uh, turn on the radio and he'll be like, Oh, yeah, that's right. There was an email conversation about that's that. That's okay. About well, the Germany. boss, I think, is trying to to get back from uh, the other side of the country, which oh, uh, is more of a chore. Well, it took him two extra days, I think, to get to where he was trying to get to. He might need a few uh, Slovenian beers. Some boot lights. <laughs> some boot lights. No I, question. I saw some video yesterday of some kids basically, like, stranded in Canada over the holiday weekend, and they took an Uber, like, to the border so that way they could then walk a mile through the snow with all their luggage to find, like, the last rental car possible. Wow. Drove it all the way to Portland from, like, the Canadian border and got their flight from there to San Francisco to L.A. It took them, like, a week to get back home oh, or something man. like that. Yeah, I know a guy who flew into L.A. Uh, from Costa Rica on uh, the 23rd. I'm sure major snow and issue problems there. <laughs> big, big issues. Yeah. Uh, and he couldn't get his flight from L.A. to Portland was canceled, so he rented a car and drove from L.A. to Portland to be home for Christmas. Hey, desperate times call for desperate measures. I have never been in that predicament. I have never been in that predicament <laughs> I can imagine that you are stuck in an airport for like a day and a half, losing your damn mind. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, and you're like, no, I just, I'm done with this. The second they tell well, me... We'll see if we can get you on a different flight. The second they tell like, me no. I'm not flying today... Is the second I'm out of there. I, I I do wonder how long I would be like, no, no, let's just stick it out. Let's see. You know, we'll see. Like, how That's how... your dad brain. That's your dad brain talking. Well, son, we're just going to stick <laughs> no. it out. Uh, the airline's going to take care of us, and nope. we're going to make this happen. Things will change in an hour. Yep, we'll be just, good. We'll just, be good. Here, here's a soda pop, son. Yeah. Are you having fun? Yeah, the whole uh, I'm the main character issue there. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll get tickets here in no time. <laughs> Shut up, dad's at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's happening. all it is, is just your excuse to sit at the bar and drink all day, right? Yeah, have some Slovenian beers. <laughs> some Reservoir Dogs. Is that a good deal, $90, to get a 24-pack of black IPA, which is apparently the best beer in Slovenia? Uh, are they 12-ounce or 16-ounce? Good question. I think they're 12. Okay, so six-pack. No, those look like tall boys. Tall boys? Yeah. Six-pack tall boys? What is this, Rainier? find this out. What is this, PBR? Well, I got to make sure, I mean, what uh, unit of measurement are their beers? Oh, it's all the same, right? It's it's probably, they're all, they're probably 16.9 cans. They're, all the they're same. probably uh, 500 mil. Yeah. Okay. So a 500 mil six, a 500 mil four-pack of like craft beer in America, let's say what on average would be fourteen bucks. Well there's no crazy unit of measurement over there that they use instead of 
Um, it's called the metric system. Yeah, instead of metric, though, maybe they yes, use something when else. did leaders and milliliters become some crazy whack? No, I'm metric. just making sure they're not doing something else over there. They're, they literally they don't call them packs of beer swag. They call them packets. I can order <laughs> a four packet of beer, a 12 packet. So, so I'm just making sure. Four packets Hollies for average 14 bucks. We'll divide that by four. But let's time this by 24 means you would be paying for a typical craft American beer, a 24 packet of 16 ounce cans would be $84. Okay. Okay. So 90 bucks. No, Joe, you would not be out of line. All right. To pay 90 bucks. I can't look at the website because I don't have a VPN. Yeah, it's a it pl- wouldn't it wouldn't let me get into the website <laughs> because it said you are not in Slovenia, so you are not allowed. Somehow I got the proper. But Joe parents. is now obviously <laughs> a a longtime resident of the country of Slovenia, so he's able to get under ReservoirDogsBrewery.com. It's, it's all the algorithm, man. It sees that I'm looking at this video of Luca talking about beer. <laughs> it's like okay, you can get it. Yeah, and it's like ah, uh, this guy clearly wants Slovenian beer. Clearly uh, understands the culture and the yeah, great and the great. Country of Slovenia. I don't know, man. I mean, can you, you name a city in Slovenia? Oh no, I can't either. And no. I actually know geography. I'm. I mean, I feel like I feel like Swag can. I feel like Swag might know. No, one ever city over since there. everything got busted up over there from like one large country. <laughs> yeah, to Patrick many didn't know that. Smaller <laughs> countries. What do you mean, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia? What are we yeah. talking about here? Yeah, Patrick uh, had an informant before the show is that, that it, <laughs> that's not so a thing is, anymore. Well, is Sarajevo in Slovenia? No, Sarajevo's in Bosnia. It's in Bosnia. Yeah. Okay. So I see. I knew that. <clears throat> totally knew that. The capital of Slovenia is. Lajablada. Sure. Okay. L J U B L J A N A. I think that's Vanya. Ah, uh, again, pronunciations. I'm I'm giving it to swag. Again, how many? Uh, oh, you're not the PA guy at LSI, but you're obviously doing the radio call. Yeah. With these uh schools outside of uh, Oregon, do we have any names that you have to know the pronunciation of? Any uh, intricate? International no, names? Any no. Kumpo out there? Nope. Not any of those. We had, uh, uh, what did we have from Sierra Canyon last night? Uh, we had a last name, Oladokun, I think was uh, the, the trickiest one of the bunch. So, this... no. The, uh, no. Names at this are comparatively pretty easy, too. Well, I think this is how you know that Slovenia's seen some things. Between 1946 and 1963, they were part of the Federal People's Republic of Yugoslavia. But from 63 to 90, they were part of the Socialist Federal Republic of Yugoslavia. So clearly something happened. You know, 63 was a big year for Yugoslavia. I mean, who who couldn't forget 63 (laughs) in uh, Slovakia or uh, Slovenia, whatever it was at the time. I'm just glad that we're getting this history lesson. Thank you, Luka Doncic, yeah, for thank you. Uh, dropping 60, 20, and 10 for giving us some international uh, historical context I wouldn't, I wouldn't know about Reservoir Dogs or Bud Light or Sour IPAs, <laughs> Sour New England, Hazy IPAs. I'm learning so much about Slovenia and the Adriatic Sea countries right now. It's wonderful. Uh, and who knew that uh, Slovenia, Croatia, Bosnia, all those... Uh, are completely separate from Lithu- uh, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. Yeah, I know. Completely other side. Two separate parts of Europe. other sides. I didn't know that well, Slovenia is across the sea from Italy. See, yeah. Yeah. 
See, again, Swag, he's got this yeah, kind of tone he's where he's got like, a map up you already. guys are yeah. well, there's, there's the Eastern European, like the Eastern Bloc countries. And that's what I the thought they were. that fell out of Czechoslovakia and Yugoslavia. Right, right. And then there are the Baltic, the, the Baltic states yeah. that you're referring to, which were part of Soviet Union. There's too many countries ending in IA or NIA or TIA that it's just to figure out where they are. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, the Baltic states. To make things easier for this American, they need to rename their countries. Well, I mean, if you watch like Croatia in the World Cup, every single dude's last name starts with an IC. (laughs) <laughs> or ends with an IC. Yeah. Well, uh, I think Perisic, Modric, Croatia Mandzukic. had a guy, Luka Modric, I believe, yeah, Luka, was there. Luka Modric, yeah, 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 he's Croatian. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I, I just saw you playing basketball the other night. <laughs> uh, Slovenia is a country in Central Europe known for its mountains, ski resorts, and lakes. On Lake Bled, a glacial lake fed by hot springs, the town of Bled contains a church-topped... Uh, Something and a cliffside medieval castle, so I guess it's old and cool, but also touristy and fun. What do you say, Swag? Jablonia? Lajblania? Lajablania? Lajablania? Yeah, I assume the J's are silent. How many uh, Slovenian listeners do you think we have right now? I don't know. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Hit me. I don't know. Do you think there is one person that is born in? Any of these Adriatic Sea countries, like Slovenia, Croatia, that is listening to Tenny. Uh, yeah, this is America, Joe. I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering. Oregon or uh, Portland's pretty good melting pot, so sure. There's, I heard there's a great Bosnia uh, food place on the east side. Well, there's actually, I, I personally know three Bosnians. There we go. So there's, we definitely have at least yeah. one Slovenian. I personally know three thing. Bosnians. If I know For three sure. Bosnians, there's got to be a Slovenian out there. For sure. For sure. Okay, dokely. Well, that's how we'll get things going today. Uh, we're filling in for the boys all week, so thanks for listening to us. We got a lot to get to today. Uh, obviously, the big one, the big one of the day, is Ducks taking on North Carolina tonight, and you can hear pregame coverage for that and the game all day here on 1080 The Fan. The boys will be in. Uh, Dirt's going to get off his lazy behind and come in and do something for this show. Or not this show, but for the Ducks. That's too great. Um, (laughs) I know, right? He's like, I'm using my PTO. And it's like, well, we're going to need you to come in. Well, okay. I'll I'll use it for that, but not that. Yeah. Q will be running around and uh, Dusty, the Iceman, will be running around. And we'll we'll have a bunch of stuff for you guys. So we'll get into the Ducks game. we got a lot of facets to get into. We'll recap the season, the game itself, and what the future of that program looks like. There's a ton of other stuff to get to. Uh, we touched on it a little bit yesterday, but I'd like to flesh out this DJU situation in, at Oregon State a little more, give that a little bit of time. Plus, we have stat or story at 8.15. When we come back, uh, we'll put the beers down, and we'll actually talk about the historic night that one Slovenian basketball star had last night for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll get to that first. That's that's Joe Fisher. I'm Patrick Harris. Swag behind the glass. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 619 here, Portland Sports Leader. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge in this hot corner edition of Dirt and Sprague. Thanks for joining us. We got a lot to get to, but I figured we'd start with this as uh, Luka Doncic, as we were laughing uh, about Slovenian beer. Luka Doncic, uh, last night, has himself uh, a pretty decent game. Uh, 60 points, 21 and 10 in a triple-double as the Mavericks beat the Knicks in overtime. That's how good the Mavericks are. When Luka scores 60, they almost lose to the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, we can get to that part about the Mavericks, but, I mean, we really have to relish in what we saw last night mm-hmm. and the fact that it is a all-time performance, one of the best games of all time. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, dude, and, and let's be real, everything went right for them down the stretch. They for were sure. down nine with, like, a minute. Every basket went in. He missed that free throw. It bounced off, and he grabbed it in midair, threw it up, and went. It was like everything was going right for him. I know, but so. I, feel, I feel like when it comes to when it comes to people like Luca, I feel like the, the this is what's so crazy about the NBA, and and honestly, sometimes I think which is kind of not fun about the NBA is every year there is one guy that emerges that is like this Luka Doncic. Okay, at one point it was Russell Westbrook. Another point it was James Harden. One point it was Damian Lillard. And now it's Luka Doncic. Then it's going to be Ja Morant. Then it's going to be Jason Tatum. Then it's going to be Jalen Suggs in Orlando. I'm joking. He's terrible. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like there's all, like every other year there is this guy that we think is like this guy Giannis. Giannis guy, like he's, he's, he's pretty good. And then one year you're like, we're watching greatness. Yeah, I mean... Nothing. Hyped. Not to take away from Luca. Luca's great. Well, NBA, let's let's be real. They do a great job of hyping up their stars. Without but a doubt. I texted you last night, dude. Like this is right now. This season, early season of the NBA, has been an ultimate. Like, all right, it's a changing of the guard here. This is no longer the league of LeBron, Kevin Durant, of James Harden, of Kyrie. Like, you're right. This is Luca. This is Jason Tatum, Giannis. Like, and again, Luca. Luca last night, Kevin Devin Booker. Again, to reference one of those guys, Kevin Durant 
put it himself on Twitter that Luka Doncic had a straight-up NBA 2K My Career type <laughs> night. Last night, I am struggling, <laughs> struggling on NBA 2K to just get have a 20-point game, all right? I am a rookie. I'm on the Hornets, all right? We're, we're grinding out. Oh, you're on the Hornets, huh? Were you a top course. draft pick? Oh, no. I, I wanted to go to the Hornets. <laughs> I was going to say, were you a top draft pick that I, ended up being I a bust help, on the Hornets? I want to help MJ rebuild that organization, but... <laughs> Again, when when you have guys like that recognizing the fact that what he's doing is video game esque, like, and that's what that is, sixty twenty and ten. Mm-hmm. I only see that on video games, dude. That is insane. I know it's it's absolutely fantastic, and Luca Luca is so fun to watch. And I know Brandon Sprague, who sits in this chair frequently on this on this program, will lament about, you know, I mean, his favorite player. I don't know if he will say this or not, but. His favorite player is, without a doubt, Giannis. But he has got a huge, a huge chub, if I can say that, for <laughs> for Luka Doncic. Who doesn't right now? <laughs> and I think that's what's really cool. The, the the only thing the only thing that drives everybody crazy about this is that how, how am I trying to say that? Is that now that Luka does this and the Mavericks barely beat the Knicks with this incredible Luka performance? Is now Luka has to leave Dallas. Now Luka can't be in Dallas. Now we need to put him with LeBron or put him in New York or get him with KD. Like, why can't Luka just be in Dallas and be happy? Well, uh, if Luka has any sense to him, he is going to walk into Mark Cuban's office like it's a shark's tank. <laughs> shark tank. Be like, I want a 25% stake in the Mavericks for $500 million. So, Mark, hear me out on this. <laughs> I've got an idea. I've got a great business idea. Yeah, actually, it's pretty funny. The tables have now turned where Mark Cuban is going to have to go into the Shark Tank. Yeah. Luka, Luka Doncic, this is what I'm offering. Yeah. Is a 15%. I'm out. <laughs> and a 24 packet of Bud Light. Yes. And don't forget the Reservoir Dog either. But <laughs> I was send some to Portland, Oregon, please. I, I was looking at the team stats last night for the Mavericks in comparison to Luka's stats. Tell me it's all trash. Well, he had 50% of their assists on the night. <laughs> he had like 47% of their points and 45% of their rebounds. 45% of the rebounds? He only had 10. No, no, he had 21. 20, he had, oh, yeah, 10 yeah. assists. But he still had 50. They had, the team had 20 assists total. Yeah, yeah, they had 20 and he had 10 of them. And then they had like 47 rebounds and he had 21. And then they scored 126 and he scored 60. I'm telling you. He's literally half the team. There are 12 dudes. That you know, like active players that you you usually can play a night, and you know that's that's a lot of guys that can contribute. But it only seems that one guy is putting up fifty percent of your efforts. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Mavericks <laughs> aren't very good. Uh, well, they're nineteen and sixteen I'm because not they say, have Luka Doncic. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I will say that like Christian Wood, and shout out to Danny Morang on this. Years ago, we uh, were sitting. This was uh, right before COVID, actually. We were sitting at a random Blazers game in the press section. This is before Danny even worked here. Yeah, like we were, uh, it was, and Dame wasn't playing. This is when like CJ and Carmelo had the keys for like a 10 to 15 game stretch. (laughs) uh, I love Blazer Mello. Yeah, it was was a fun time. And then uh, Detroit rolled to town, but there was this young kid on the team, Christian Wood. And I was, Danny told me about him. And of course, Danny knew about him three or four years ago. But Christian Wood has played well for the Mavericks this year. But you can tell it's just like, dude, they need a score. Like when Luca, like Luke, when he, it's the Dame effect. When he goes to the bench, like they just have nothing offensively. Like it is a struggle for them. So you, you would love to see him get 
one extra piece that it's like, hey, can I divert to him? Because he can pass to dudes and shoot, um, get him into shots to get wide open threes. Mm-hmm. But you got to find a guy that can create his own shot on that team. And right now, other than Dinwiddie, <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, you really don't have a whole lot. Yes. Yeah, so then Luca balls out. Essentially, that's what what he has to do. But uh, right now, we're talking about December. The season essentially just started right. to the majority of the national audience. Still have a lot of basketball left to play. This is oh. one of those things where it's like Luca is balling out right now in his last three games. Like His numbers the last three games are ridiculous. But yeah, but in three games, nobody's going to remember that. Exactly. Because Dallas is going to go one I mean, and two. <laughs> are we seeing like the Mike Trout effect of the NBA? <laughs> Luka Doncic and the Mavericks? Like, well, for a little bit, we did with like Giannis. It was like, man, this guy's great, and that team kind of sucks. <laughs> And then they win titles, and he wins MVPs. And I mean, Luca has had a few great years in the playoffs as well. So we'll just see if the Maver- I mean, you you have a night like this. Mark Cuban has to be like asking himself, like, do we need to do something before the trade? Like, there's got to be like, there's Demar Derozan, there's Zach Levine out there that the Bulls are trying to like. The Mavericks have to look at this like we need to capitalize on this ASAP. You think Mark Cuban <clears throat> last night in the third quarter when Luca has forty? Mark Cuban goes, huh, we should put some guys around we this should, dude. Yeah, when does it <laughs> dawn on him? We like, should put some guys around this dude. Eh. Jason Kidd's on the bench going, maybe I should suit up and run point. Well, listen, he only scored 60 because it was overtime. I mean. <laughs> yeah, but he had half your team's assists yeah. and he had 10. That is, I That's mean, not good. Also, one stat for you as far as just the context of last night's game. <clears throat> uh, NBA teams were o. And 13,884 in the last 20 seasons when trailing by at least nine with 35 seconds or fewer. Who's the last one to win? Is that Reggie Miller? <laughs> no. Yeah, do you hear me? It was O in 13,800. Well, yeah, but you said in 20 seasons. Oh, 20. Yeah, so yeah. that would probably put the you The last time there. is probably Reggie. That would be 2002. I don't know when the Reggie oh, year Oh, the Reggie happened. year. I think the Reggie year is like 97. Yeah, it was before that. Yeah. Um, Maybe Tracy McGrady. Ooh, T-Mac. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe the T-Mac San Antonio. But basically, yeah, it's never happened where a team has come back in the last 20 years at least. Uh, and Luka and the Mavs pulled off an absolute miracle. Again, everything went right for them in the end. Like ball magnet to the hoop, essentially. Bugs Bunny with Michael Jordan on the green. It was ridiculous. Well, congrats to Luka for his for a 60 21 and 10 night that he only got because it was overtime but congrats to him for first since Shaq and second since Wilt to have a 60 and 20 in a single game and he's not even 7 foot yeah those guys are huge <laughs> like Wilt played with no three point line and a bunch of small white dudes and Shaq might be the biggest guy I've ever seen oh my gosh all right well that'll do it that'll do it for you <laughs> I guess yeah i i guess I'll take 60 20 and 10 maybe we should do something at the trade deadline Probably should, Dallas. Nice Probably job, Luca. Should. All right, when we come back, I want to I want to give this some air and I want to let it breathe. Plus, I've got a duck in the house who's probably going to crap all over this idea. But as we talked about yesterday, Christmas came early in Corvallis with DJU committing to be QB1 for the Oregon State Beavers. What does this mean for the Beavs looking forward? And is this going to be a good fit? How does this work for, for Jonathan Smith? Let's flesh the whole thing out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So I can get with Leo. She can don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time. Maybe coming up in the second seven o'clock hour we'll preview this ducks bowl game against north carolina which you can catch here right here home of the ducks 1080 the fan plus a lot to get to at the eight o'clock hour joe fisher sitting in with me i'm patrick harris jason swigar behind the glass we fill in for the boys who are on a much needed vacation except for dirt uh he'll be working today should have just come in this morning well the passion he exudes for the ducks i mean you just can't put a dollar amount on it that's not true at all <laughs> i've caught him before and been like hey dude you excited for the game he's like i don't care i just want to go home <laughs> well those hey those 7 p.m 7 30 kicks those will do it to you oh yeah man i ran the board for a 7 30 dude 12 30 kicks have a good vibe all yeah right? 12 30 is great if you if i was dirt and was asking, like, hey, you stoked about staying in Eugene until 2 a.m., 3 a.m. or whatever? <laughs> I don't know if he's got people down there, but I, I I could hear how those games after a while, maybe not the right day. Oh, I'd just sleep in my car, <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, you could probably do that in Eugene in quite a few places. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is, that, is, that, is that how that works down I'm, in Eugene? I'm sure there's a they, few, they, few they, spots down there. are still okay. Uh, well, let's let's head up the I-5 corridor for a little bit up to Corvallis, who lands their dream situation as DJ Ungalale. Did I say that right, Swag? Here comes Swag. Uwe Ungalale. Uwe Ungalale. Uwe Ungalale. Uwe Ungalale. It's that, yeah, man. Uh, entered the transfer portal, the quarterback for Clemson. The, I definitely like DJU, by I the I like way. DJU a lot as well. <laughs> I think <clears throat> one I'm going to stick with here. DJU QB1. Uh, DJU, after he decides to enter the transfer portal from Clemson uh, to Oregon State. And Swag and I talked about this yesterday. I mean, if if you're a Beaver fan, like, this is, this is huge news. This is the biggest step in Jonathan Smith's tenure. And this might be one of the biggest steps in Oregon State history outside of, I mean, I don't know, who are, the, who, who are the greatest Oregon State players of all time? Terry Baker, obviously. Terry Baker, Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson was the next one that came to my mind. You've got, uh, they weren't there that long, but they were part of that team. You know, Chad Johnson, TJ Hushman. Yeah, Tata. but those guys were more NFL guys than really yeah. like Pac-10 studs. Ken Simonton. Ken Simonton, uh, the Rogers boys. Yep. Um... But and I know he hasn't played yet, so we don't want to just like crown him as like some Oregon State great. Jordan Poyer's starting to get in that. But but as far as as far as prolificness, prolification, however you want to say it, this has got to be kind of up there, right? With DJU heading to Corvallis, I feel like he might have just made one of those words up, pulled like a Stephen A thing. <laughs> I do not make up words. Uh, this is. The most hype, I think, for a player coming to Oregon State that I can remember. 
Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I mean, I mean, it has to be. We talked about it yesterday. Like, what was the number one concern for the Oregon State Beavers all season long was, was consistent, quarterback, consistent quarterback, quarterback play. play. Well, so I totally get the uh, excitement from Oregon State fan. Uh-oh, here it comes. It's going to rain on my parade. <laughs> here it comes. Uh, I'm I about to smell that a mile away. I'm about to lay a big old turd in your cereal this morning, <laughs> Oregon State fan. I get when you've been eating gas station sushi for the last couple of uh, years that when you finally have that sushi joint in a suburban Chance town. Chance Nolan is more like a Safeway sushi guy mm. than a gas station sushi guy. Uh, okay, L- let's just say grocery store gas station sushi <laughs> is what you've been having for the last couple of years. And then someone says like, hey, we're going to Fuji's over in Sherwood for <laughs> the night. We're going to Mio Sushi, baby. Fuji's is solid, all right? I love the the hot top teriyaki. That is, it, uh, is it uh, conveyor belt sushi? No, it's okay. not. They, they make it up for you. Well, I mean, they make it everywhere. But again, the point is, is you have been basically stuck with nothing at quarterback the last few years. So as soon as you hear that you're getting a five-star, that <laughs> he, he said he went to Oregon State without even going to look at the campus or check. Like, that's where... He was like, you know what? They want me that bad. Fine, I'll go to Oregon State. We had people texting yesterday that said that Jonathan Smith didn't even reach out to him. He reached That's... out to Jonathan Smith. Talk, talk to his agent or it's something. It's all because they played Florida in a bowl game and blew him out. And but, it was like, oh, this Oregon State program might be something. Well, and it's just like throughout the season, throughout, I mean, the last few seasons, we've talked about how garbage the ACC is outside of who? Absolute garbage Clemson. outside of Clemson, yeah. And let's be real, the sample at quarterback at Clemson the last half decade, decade now, has been, been pretty good. Pretty damn good <laughs> with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, yeah, right? Pretty good, so, yeah. A lo- big shoes to fill when you are named the starting quarterback. But again, you're a five star. It's not like you climbed your way up as a three star up the ranks. It's like, no, you came well, in with a not, lot of not expectations. Forget, let's not forget Trevor Lawrence's last season at Clemson. Uh, he had He was hurt for those two games, and DJ stepped in and was. Phenomenal. Beat uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, that or, was the, no lost to Notre Dame. That was the COVID year. Yeah, I believe lost so. to Notre Dame in overtime in South Bend. Yeah, so you saw those flashes early, and then huge regression the next year, and then this year he didn't really pop off the screen at all, and essentially ended up getting benched by the end of it all. I mean, let's be real. That's what happened to uh, Kelly Bryant at Clemson. They ended up benching him. For Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Because there was just like. But answer uh, me this question. Of all these stud. <laughs> I could hear that in his voice. Yeah. All these stud quarterbacks that have been recruited and started with the bang at Clemson, how many of them have truly been developed by Dabo Swinney? Who, like, you, you came in fantastic, who you felt like were significantly better when they left than when they started, or were just about the same and maybe gained a little experience. I, w- I would argue maybe Deshaun to an extent. Going Deshaun Watson. Year, throughout his career. Yeah, Deshaun yeah. Watson to an extent. He definitely got a lot better, but I hear what you're saying. Trevor Lawrence was always great. And to, you know, back he, up even Swag's his, point, his freshman year, Trevor Lawrence was excellent. To back up Swag's point, I mean, look at Bo Nix this year. He was at SEC Auburn. Yep. He was, what, 60% completion. Mm-hmm. He was great. You know, he was a real fun player, but a lot of people were worried about the turnovers and the risk-taking. Comes to Oregon, gets D- Dillingham, his first OC he had at Auburn, and just amps it up. Clearly to level. takes a step. Yeah, it's like, whoa, this is not what we were think we were going to get in a good way for Oregon fans. But that's where you look at Jonathan Smith – 
a guy who knows the team, knows Oregon State quarterback, and can tell DJ about how to be a quarterback for the Oregon. And then also, don't try to change everything just because you got this great quarterback. Keep running the rock. You know, he's, you can do that. You're going to bring back your entire offensive line. You're bringing back, um, it's totally spaced me, the a freshman running back right now. Yeah, Damian Martinez. Yeah, he's coming. Like, keep doing what you're doing. You don't need DJ to throw for 30, 35 times. I just wonder, like, do, are we getting a little too hyped up when literally we just crapped all over the ACC and the competition level, and then he ended up going for, what, 22 touchdowns, um, you know, a few picks, seven, eight picks. I mean, just he didn't light the world on fire like we've seen at Clemson and against the conference that, again, we believe over here on the West Coast that isn't really that sucks. good. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get out on this, but I still want to. I still want to talk a little more about DJ Swag. Brought this up yesterday, and I think it, I think it's a great point. DJ is in a unique situation that now that he's at Oregon State to to say to touch on what you were saying, Joe, that Jonathan Smith is going to teach him how to be a quarterback for Oregon State. He is now out of that Dabo spotlight because Dabo is such a larger than life character, and I, I I would say obnoxious character that it's hard to. I mean, when they're winning titles, Deshaun Watson is not at the forefront. Trevor Lawrence is best prospect prospect since Andrew Luck and John Elway, and here's Trevor Lawrence, and there's Dabo talking about God and rolling down into Death Valley or whatever the hell he rambles on about. Uh, so getting him away from that and into a place like Corvallis is probably going to be really good for him. Dude, get the pressure off. I, th- I mean, being a five-star and being at Clemson, like I said, after those guys, I could totally get how that pressure would get to you. So hopefully that for Oregon State's sake that, yeah, Jonathan Smith and them are able to tap into something that hasn't happened yet for, I mean, really, and let's be real, you are getting a lot more capable uh, player at quarterback. Without so a doubt. This is going to just, you know, raise that team more. It's just a matter of can he amplify them to the point that they are now atop of the Pac-12. 503-250-1080, that is the fan text line. Hit us up, Oregon State fans or 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 Duck fans or just Pac-10 fans or local college football fans. How do you see DJ excuse me, DJU working out in Corvallis. I want to, when we come back, I want to tell a story that for UB fans that are kind of a little bit like swag, kind of dreaming and and seeing stars and being real excited. Let me, I'm going to share a story with you from my personal experience on what a player like this can do for you. And I mean it in the most positive of ways. This is uh, the hot corner edition of Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Five zero three two five zero ten eighty text line going off right now. Can you imagine how bad the Beavers are going to beat the Ducks? Because with DJU, they can pass the ball now and not just run nineteen straight times for twenty one points. It's going to be crazy. Touche, touche, decent, decent. That that did happen. Uh, we've got one texter that hates you, Joe. We're not overreacting. Smith has longed for a QB his entire tenure there, getting a six five five star that has superstar abilities. That sure is an exciting move. Wait, is that Brandon Sprague? Who's this douche dude, texting into this dude, show? Dude, if you got opinions, why don't you come to work, loser? <laughs> <laughs> you got something to say. He's, he's do you probably, think I wanted to wake up at 4 o'clock this morning to do your job? He's just losing his mind. Turns on the radio. Here's me. He's like, what the hell? Why is, did I approve this? And Joe is just bashing my guy. <laughs> Patrick's telling him to show up for work. What the hell is going on right now? <laughs> 
but I think this is really exciting. I mean, I, I think I get it. Like, I think I, I think Sprague's got a point. I mean, when when you are when you are alma mater, when you are a fan of programs like an Oregon State, like a Washington State, like I am, these are the the little things that can really lift you up. And and I'm going to tell you this story because we had a similar situation, not to the profile of DJU, but we went through this similarly at Washington State in 2018 when we got Gardner Minshew, like. Gardner wasn't a guy lighting the world on fire. He wasn't a five-star, highly recruited for a national championship program like DJ was. But when Gardner Minshew came to Wazoo, it changed everything. It 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 was a spark within our program that we hadn't seen for a long time. Where did he transfer from? Coastal Carolina? Eastern Carolina. I thought it was East Carolina. East Carolina. He was going to be a grad assistant for Saban at Alabama until Mike Leach called and was like, hey, you want to throw the rock? That's right. And so he wasn't as highly touted as DJ is, but Gardner Minshew played one year at Wazoo and is talked about in the top five greatest Wazoo quarterbacks of all time. He's a legend there, With two guys, with three guys that went in the top five picks in the NFL draft. He's up there with another guy who went to a Rose Bowl. Yeah, I I get it. I I get being an Oregon State fan, being hyped about this. What it can do can change everything. We got game day at Pullman for the first time ever. You know? Like, we got game day against the Ducks, and we smoked them. Like... The the energy and the you know Leach was fun and 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 rest in peace my old friend and Mike Leach like he was fun and brought this excitement to the program but it was kind of like all right we got these quarterbacks that are good but make a ton of stupid mistakes and sure they chuck the ball and and get a lot of stats and throw for a lot of yards but when when, when Minshew came in everyone's got mustaches. You know, it's snowing at the Apple Cup and people are like crying with excitement. It it can transform your program and can make you really hold on to it. I mean, Wazoo is terrible. You know, we just hired an offensive coordinator who's 10 years younger than me. And I'm not even old. You know, like my program right now is not in a cool spot. But I still love my program because I had that one season that really catapulted. And I think DJ can do this at Oregon State. You know, they, you know, what if they go to the Fiesta Bowl or the Orange Bowl? You know, they don't make a college football playoff per se, but what if they make a New Year's Six Bowl? Like, that's huge. And so to to Sprague's point and to, you know, drop a turd in your cereal, Joe. No. This this really could be something fun. Not okay. For for Oregon State. No, this is Holiday Bowl Day, all right? This is, (laughs) what what is going on? So as someone said, two segments on DJU on Duck Game Day, I thought this was Home of the Ducks. Yeah, what what is going on? It is Home of the Ducks, but this is a serious situation. This can really transform the perception of your your program. Again, I get it totally. I just do find it a little funny how we like to crap on the ACC constantly for being a bad conference and then the quarterback that essentially got benched by the end of his tenure at Clemson at the best school in the ACC. Yeah, I, I'm <clears throat> sorry. I'm pretty sure that Clemson's pro- probably got some pretty good weapons, a lot of good players surrounding him. It's that whole like, well, he was a quarterback at Alabama. Is he going to be good in the NFL if he doesn't have those players around him? It's like, well, he was mediocre at Clemson (laughs) and had all those players around him and played in the ACC, which there wasn't really any competition for them over the last three years. And I get he Oregon state 
is getting him. And so for them, it is the biggest player ever to come to their program. But there's tw- there's 11 other teams in the conference, and a lot of them have other really good quarterbacks as well. Again, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, two guys that transferred who had amazing years. So, again, I, I'm eating a little crow here right now myself. I'll admit it. It's like you can transfer after having those three years and pop off. We did not see this coming from Michael Penix. We did not see this coming from Bo Nix. I didn't see it coming from Bo Nix. I thought Bo was going to be terrible. They, so we can see it happen. <clears throat> I just, again, you, you hear about this hyped-up sushi restaurant, maybe the experience isn't going to be as great as you think it is, okay? <laughs> well, I uh, real quick, and we'll get out of this. How many, how many swag, you can counter, count in on this, too. How many wins do you project this Oregon State team to have next year? I mean, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Well, they're not San Jose, UC Davis, and San Diego State. Yeah. You should be 3 0. And then you get Arizona and Cal and Colorado. You can start this season 6 0. Yep. Yeah. How many wins? You're, you're, <clears throat> you're looking at, you know, 10 wins up there. You skip USC. By the way, you got Utah. Patrick, or uh, I want both of you to check this because I looked at Oregon State's schedule next year. Do they have like a four game home stretch followed by a four game away? Like, I I was looking at the schedule. I was like, that's n- brutal. No, 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 no. They haven't set the, the conference schedule, hasn't been. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was on like some early future schedule thing and I was like, no, no, no. Just they just no listed, way. but the dates haven't been set okay. for the conference schedule by the Pac 12 yet. Okay. Good, good. Do you think that they gave uh, DJ a stake in Local Boys Hawaiian Cafe to come to? I don't know. Yeah, what kind of NIL can you get in Corvallis? <laughs> a lot of agriculture. Block sure. 15 brewery. That's uh, good beer. That is that is good I beer. You like Block 15. Some farms, some beer, and Local Boys. Local Boys. I feel like that's a good, good, that's a good, good like, trade right there. Is it good like plate lunch? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. It's, it's one of the... It's one of the more like famous spots down there in Corvallis. All right, near uh-huh. campus there. We'll, we'll probably find out pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm right. sure we will. We'll see what kind of car he's <clears throat> driving on campus. <laughs> All right. Well, congrats again to Oregon State and you Beaver Nation out there for landing your QB. The biggest thing you needed to solve the issues you had this season. When we come back, let's let's do this. Let's flip it over. The Oregon Ducks will take on North Carolina today in the Holiday Bowl. This is big news. We are 1080 home of the Ducks. Uh, and you can catch all that action right here. So let's break down the Oregon Ducks season, what this bowl game looks like, and and the steps Dan Lanning has taken in the recruiting and the optics of this program. We'll get to all that next. Loaded second hour, don't go anywhere. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 